0: Hey! What's up? What, what are chilling? you doing? Hey, buddy. I'm excited. Hey, Can you hear us okay? Yeah, I hear you both. You guys hear me?
1: Yeah, look yes. at your old school Sonics thing. All right. <laughs> um, all right, let's rock through, right? Adventures.
2: Yeah. Adventures. Adventures. in Dadland. Dadland. <laughs>
1: Adventures in Dadland, episode uh, 70-something. My name is Colfax. Yo, I'm Gerbil. And uh, we're joined. Special guest. Special
0: guest. Active. My man Deuce is in the room. Deuce, what's happening? I haven't been called that in such a long time, man. Thanks for allowing me to hang out with you guys.
1: No, dude. (laughs) It is our honor to have Deuce in the room. Deuce, radio, you've heard him spin all the greatest hits that you love to dance to. (laughs) He is TikTok famous. And then industry inside a programming genius we are honored to have you on the podcast today
0: that is super kind of you colfie i appreciate that man <laughs> yeah, dude. you guys have both been so awesome to me thank you for that dude we got you man deuce is a champion we got you in so this is our
1: podcast we talk about raising kids during a pandemic uh-huh. we thought at some point it was going to turn into like raising your kids not in a pandemic but people aren't taking vaccines so we're kind of stuck <laughs> in this uh 80 80 something episodes of this um I have a a, 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 there's a reason not only do we love Deuce want to talk to him but this has come up a bunch of times Uh, through talking about parenting there is a uh, group of people and I'm not judging I'm just saying fact that they're pet parents you know what I mean like people have dogs and cats and they treat them like their children I have two cats and I treat them like my kids Uh, and it's the idea of being a pet parent and we wanted to talk about the difference between like parenting humans and parenting dogs and cats like the similarities and differences between being like a, a human parent and a pet parent
0: is that fair no That's totally fair no. No, no not at all dude i'm <laughs> over here playing t-ball you guys are batting in the world series this is not comparable <laughs> at all even a little bit
1: see i think it's interesting i i there's another side to this too though and i'll come up like i think gerbil brought it up i mean maybe you can expect like like a dog is like a three-year-old that never grows up i know it's great Mm -hmm. but like having a three-year-old is a huge pain in the ass dude like i mean a real
0: a real pain no bro like last night i went to a haunted tour in lodo Mm -hmm. and i just left the dog in the house by itself if you left your three-year-old for seven hours by itself like the cops would come that's
2: true so. This is absolutely true. But I, I know, and I have been somebody who has joked about this when I'm walking my dog at like five in the morning and it's chilly and you're, you know, looking for the bag for poop and all of that, that it's a lot of work to have a dog. It's a lot of work to have an animal and then they never grow up and then become self-sufficient. So like, even though you can leave your dog alone for a long period of time you still have to come back and feed it and do play with it and make sure that they're happy but also you have to do that for their entire life whereas a kid you can kind of see them out the door at some point and then yeah you but can
0: this, let them be for weeks this three-year-old <laughs> dog is never gonna
2: back talk you
0: and if it's you true. have a crappy dog, like you got 10 to 15 years and then it dies. And if you have a crappy kid, it grows up until you die.
2: But, uh, <laughs> bro,
1: I don't know what the I don't know what the positive is on that, though. Like if you have the crappy kid, you're kind of stuck with him for the rest of your life. Like right. you know,
0: long-term commitment. <laughs> I'm just like, saying you're not stuck with a dog for much more than a decade and a half, you know? You know oh there are gosh. advantages
1: to both, and I'm, I'm, dude, I'm teasing this story, Deuce, because you're gonna love this story. And All right, terrible. You can leave the names out of this, but like, if I went into work and I had my dog <laughs> with me, and I tied my dog up on a tree outside for a minute, gave him a little bowl of water, like the dog would be fine. But if I took like Sully and I tied him up <laughs> in a tree outside, like that's it for me, man. I'm, I'm being exposed by Channel Nine for doing that. So I mean, there are <laughs> different advantages and disadvantages to that.
2: Unless, of course, somebody finds that you tied your dog up to a tree and then starts taking it away. Tell tell the story. Tell the story. It's going to be good. Oh. Oh, my God. So I was a promotions assistant at the radio station at the time and I got a dog. And part of the part of the salesmanship of myself at the time was that I told my wife, hey, let's get this dog. I can bring it on to, you know, jobs that I'm that I'm going to for the radio station. And then it could just, you know, can get to know people and we'll have it out and about and all these things. Well, I brought it in one time and then they told me to leave it outside or in my car. And I lived in Boulder, so I couldn't like drive back home to drop the dog off. So I just tied it to a tree, gave it some water. And like, I was only inside for maybe 15 minutes. I come outside and somebody's like taking my dog and putting it in their car. And they're like, we're saving you. We're gonna bring you home. And you know, we're gonna make sure that you're happy. And I was like, what are you doing to my dog? (laughs) I didn't know who this was, you know, at the time. And they were like, you can't just tie a dog up to a tree. It was nervous and barking. And so I never brought the dog back in after that, which was sad because that's the whole reason I got a dog at the time. Which is no, I crazy.:
1: I was going to write down the name of the person that did it, Deuce, <laughs> but like the, 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 the background failed it up. I, you can guess who it is. You know, it's an interesting point about bringing dogs and bringing kids, because I think there's some similarities between being a dog parent, and I, I'm saying dogs, but I mean all pet, like a right. pet parent and like a, a kid parent. Um, both of them are guilty of trying to force other people to interact with their pet and/or kid, which I don't <laughs> like either. You know what I mean? Like I don't particularly like interacting with other people's kids. It's just fact, and I don't, I don't mind. Like I like gerbils kids. I see kid. My kids have friends, and I like them. But like I hate when people are like, "Do you want to hold this baby?" Or like, "Hey, that's Colfax. You know, say hi, little Jimmy, to him." And I'm like, ah, it's weird. Like I don't care about your six year old. Like I don't really just because I have a kid doesn't mean I like your kid. The also the same is true for animals, man. There, unless I go to someone's house, there is nothing worse for me than if I'm in a bar and like a dog comes up and starts sniffing me, and I'm like, yo, I don't like your dog and I know I'm alone on this but I'm like I don't want to interact with your animal dude I don't want to interact with your kid or your animal I don't
0: Coffey, want. Part of it. what happened man there's something there had to have been a moment in your childhood that puts you like this because I mean <laughs> if I see a stable of dogs I'm running there with open arms what happened in your childhood Kofi I don't know
1: dude I don't know why I don't know why you know I got better there was a guy at work that brought dogs in all the time and he would let them go. It was when I was at the Fox. He would let them roam free in that little hallway back there. And I want you to know for a long time, it was super annoying to me. I'm like, dude, what? your dog. I know everybody loved him and everybody <laughs> loved the dog, but I'm like, yo, your dog is in here sniffing me while I'm trying to talk about rush. <laughs> like it's too much. But I grew that I would pet the dog. I realized that was the lesser. This sounds so bad. It makes me sound like such a bad person, but I'm like, if I pet the dog for a minute then I can go about my business, the dog will leave me alone. I I know.
0: I don't know why. Have you ever had a dog, Colfax? No, I've never had a
2: dog. Okay. Oh, sure that's probably dog. it. That's probably really? it, honestly. Yeah, oh, cuz nice. dude, I mean having a having having a cat is completely different than having a dog. I mean, I I would say it's the difference between having a little boy and a little girl, right? Like a little girl is going to is going to have their own challenges, right? They're strong challenges, but they're also going to be really easy in some areas that a little boy is completely terrible at. And same with cats and dogs. Like I have a dog and I've got three cats. The dog is completely a different, like it's just a completely different world. It's a different pet altogether. A cat is a
0: psychopath that would murder you if it was just slightly bigger. The cat exactly. is annoyed that you exist in its world, and I have the <laughs> sweetest cat of all time, but he <laughs> would slit my throat given the opportunity. Dude, <laughs> dude, facts, you know, if we died, and we're not going to die because we're all three three very
1: healthy men, but like if I died, nobody came by, the cat would start to eat me after a couple
0: days when I got hungry, right? I think Absolutely. that was a dog, hey, though, isn't
1: it? Oh, would it? Yeah, I, don't know.
0: I, I think so. There was like a, it was like a three day thing. Like after three days, the cat would start, and then after a week. If the dog got hungry enough it would start and i guess they like start with like your eyelids i, w- I went down a rabbit hole as you can tell Whoa. are you serious that's yeah, hilarious they start with your eyelids you know wow. I'm,
1: I'm not gonna lie i would want that like if something happened untimely i would want like my cats to use me as substance as substance for the next couple of weeks i mean if anything that lived in my house had to find me tragically passed away, I would want it to
0: be my cat. And I would want him to have like a little meal before he said goodbye. But don't you want to subjective to human emotions? Like I wouldn't mind if the dog and the cat had me for a snack, but I would want them to be a, at least a little guilty about it. Yeah, they wouldn't be guilty. Just You a, think any,
1: you think any a, animal would be guilty? i ask asking you an honest question. Like if you were gone forever... You see these videos of like people coming home from the army and stuff and their dog sees them. Yeah. he's bouncing around. He's all happy. But really, do you think the animal, if you were just gone, I don't the
0: think would they don't you? understand time. Because mm. if I leave my dog for 20 minutes or two weeks, his reaction when I come back is exactly the same. I don't think they conceptualize time They They live in the moment so much. So I think the love is genuine, but it could be five minutes or five years. You know, I agree what with we, that.
1: To be fair, dudes, kids are very, very similar to that with their, like, not not great (laughs) perception of time. Like, just today, I was like, dude... My kids have Friday and Monday off because of teacher conferences. And I'm not going down that rabbit hole because I have nothing but empathy for teachers right now. It's so hard during the pandemic. But like now I got them stuck at the house for both days. And I pull, bring my son out to school today. And he was like, I have eight hours until my four day weekend. And I'm like, You're going to be fine, bro. And he was like, You know how long eight hours is? I'm like, Yeah, it's the same time that you do every day, homie. Yeah. Like he was like, I mean, literally, he was like, This is going to be the longest day
0: ever. And I'm like, Yeah, man. I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry. Now, That's the thing. Go ahead. Can Can I ask you both questions as human parents? Yes. There's an idea that you know you don't experience love until you look into your child's eyes. Like there's a love that is indescribable, and people who are also animal parents <laughs> say that those par- those pets get immediately put in their place. Did you guys experience that having cats and 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 gerbil? You having a dog? Did you realize like the pets were really kind of frivolous once you had actual human people.
2: Um, you know, my my dog and my cat. So I have one cat that is all on me all the time and she's here right now. Right. And it's because I rescued her. So the the like the older she's gotten the more clingy she's been. And she's never forgotten it. And she always bothers me. She's always on my mouse or on my keyboard and looking into my eyes and scratching my mouth and doing all sorts of weird, creepy stuff half because she's trying to eat me. And then the, like when I had kids, right. I looked at them when they were like little. And I was like, you're so little. I have to not you know, let anything bad happen to you. And then they become bouncy and then all sorts of weird, bad stuff happens to them. Like they fall off a slide. That's like a story high or something. (laughs) Wow. And they, they look at me with like a combination of, you know, I love you and I hate you all the time. My kids, like they have this like balance of just, it's never one full emotion. And I think that's because they're just in that weird difficult situation. But when they were younger, oh man, my young my oldest, when he would like look up at me and like hold up his hand, like I remember that love and I will remember that forever. So I guess that's what you're talking about. That's what chains him to I me think,
1: now. I think the difference is like, and I have the same thing, like I have an old cat that sits on my desk here when I'm working, like he just kind of, he just kind of hangs out with me because we have a kitten that attacks him, so he comes by me for protection. Um, <laughs> and I like them dude, like they look up to me, I feed them, like they're completely dependent, so there's a love there. But there, there's something different, like when you see your kid, you're like, damn, I made that. <laughs> you know, like there's an ownership to it, like like my son looks, I mean, you, know, you look at him, he kind of looks like you. Imagine if you had a dog that came out of your spouse's body that looked like you. And that's how it works, you know? Cause I'm like, damn, that's my son's got traits boys. I mean, I tried, like I was hoping my daughter's super smart, like my wife. Right. And I was like, damn, like both the kids are going to but my son is like morphing into like an eight year old version of me. I mean, he, and it's, it's terrifying cause I'm like, Holy crap. He is me, but like in a small level, bro. And it's different dude. Cause I'm like, hey, <laughs> It scares me more than anything else, man. You know what I mean? The positive side of it is that I try and tell him, I'm like, because he does things. He sings songs to make people mad. Make people mad. He does a lot of things that I've done through my life, right? Uh, The positive is I know, like, my own self-perils. And I'm like, man, let me try and guide you through this. You know, so you don't go to college with crippling anxiety. Like, let's try and fix this when you're eight, bro, and then you're gonna have like a better experience than I. Also, I'm like, please don't get into radio for me. <laughs> but, like, heartache. Uh, but like, no, he gravitates, dude. Like, he started playing video games, Deuce, and he was like, you know, it'd be better than playing video games. Making videos where I talk about playing video games and doing it on YouTube and on Twitch, like it's a bug in him, dude. He's got it, and I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, I need you to stay. Go you know, be an accountant or a doctor or something, man. Like, don't go down the creative path, homie. I don't know. So that's that's a different thing, you know. The other, um, let's talk about poop because I think it's an important facet of all right of that. And uh, we'll get that. We'll, we will get out the scoop and do that next. It's Adventures in Dadland, and we're hanging out with our man, Deuce. You can follow him.
0: Uh, Was it Deuce Off the Air, your Twitter handle now? Yeah, that was my passive aggressive way of letting people know where I now stand professionally. No, dude, I think that's aggressive aggressive. There's nothing passive about that. You put it the title, Deuce. Like, that's fine. Well, it's true.
1: Dude, it, on a sidelight, it, it, we're just lucky to have you on this because in just a short period of time, we're going to be like, damn, look at what Deuce is doing. We had him on our podcast, bro, and then we're going to make like a recap podcast about this podcast. That's going to be of amazing. It. We're going to milk it for as much as we can. Um, uh, <laughs> you like how I made the utterest? You can't hear that, but we're going to milk it, boo. <laughs> um, you know one of the things that's common between like little kids? See, I'm lucky because both of mine... And I think John Sue, yeah, they're both potty trained. You don't mess with diapers anymore, do you? No, like, and they're good, consistent potty
2: time. Yeah, no, it's it's great. Like just recently, I had like the 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 quickest bout of like regression with my daughter, where she like just woke up and peed in our bed. Like, like it wasn't like an accident. She woke up sat up she was sleeping in our bed and then she peed in our bed and then she laid back down in it it was the it weirdest thing ever
1: it was in your bed do you think it was an act of aggression
2: Like right. an animal we can tie this together maybe she was no the no bed. dude no. no it was All totally right. like it, right, i right. i knew because it was like a busy day the day before you know and you know how they get like so tired they have that weird like thousand mild stare in their eyes before they go to bed. And you're like, Oh man, this is going to be either a really rough night's sleep or you're just never going to move. And, um, and so it was kind of that, it wasn't really a true regression, but no, we don't mess with like any kind of potty stuff anymore. In fact, I'm so glad that we don't. It's because, a huge win, man. There's, oh. there's a point where as a parent, where like, you're like, I'm not touching poop anymore, dude.
1: Like, if you do something <laughs> weird, like you're going to have to clean it up yourself. My daughter had some stomach stuff, did some throwing up the other day. And after she was done, I mean, of course, I comforted her. But then I was like, yo, there's the Clorox cleanups, wipey, wipey, like, let's go. And she was like, I can clean the toilet up. There's a point where like, I'm like, I'm never touching another human's feces or anything ever again dude and yeah. with pets though like i have to clean up for my cats forever that's the, the hard part about them not growing up. i'm gonna have to touch poop maybe not directly but like i'm gonna have to mess with waste forever for these animals right yeah if that ever gets you cleaning up poop you ever
0: look at your dog and you're like i'm just a poop machine for you like i'm just just a and food machine well no because i i got a small dog And small dogs mean small poop. And I have other friends with bigger dogs and they say, you don't have a real dog. But, you know, the little Tootsie Roll things are easy to manage. And, you know, the cat's an asshole. The cat poops in the yard or whatever. And I <laughs> dig that up once every three or four weeks, whatever that is. Uh, but the weird thing about small dogs, and this is something that you'll never experience with your children, is I have to express my dog Toby's anal glands. Have you heard that about
2: this? I have heard
0: of this. No, I, 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 would, I don't know this. anything about this, dude. I want to would know. you like to go down this rabbit hole <laughs> yeah, or not? No, no. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Open, yes. open up the hole of anal glands. All right. Oh my God. So there are two. <laughs> Two sacks near the anus of your animal now on bigger <laughs> dogs the fluid which i guess serves as a lubricant of some sort automatically comes out when your dog takes a squat but when you have a little dog all of that fluid doesn't come out so periodically you either have to pay somebody like 40 bucks to squeeze these things and the water and the, the liquid comes out or you oh. can do it yourself so <laughs> about once a month i'll take my dog toby and put him up on the counter and raise his tail up and i'll grab, uh, like, I'll have a wet wipe with me, and I'll go ahead and squeeze and express the anal glands, as they say. Oh, my God this irony liquid comes out of it, and the dog looks at me like he just visited R. Kelly's house, and it is awkward for all parties involved, but if you've seen like a small dog scoot on the floor, oftentimes that's what that is. So the grossest thing I have to deal with with a dog as a dog parent is the violation of expressing his anal glands.
1: Yo, that's amazing. I didn't know anything about that. That's ho- that's horrible, man. So,
0: so it's crossed the line in our relationship. He gives me this look of just like, bro, did you really have to go there? Did you really? Does
1: he, does he get relief when he squeezes anal gland? Like, is he uncomfortable? And then he looks at you and he's like, damn, man, I feel way better. Thank you.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I don't think he correlates the two. I mean, if he's oh. you know, scratching his butt on the floor, he just thinks like, man, I'm, I'm having an itchy butt day. And yeah. then dad did this weird thing. And I don't feel that anymore. But now I feel some kind of way about dad for a few hours. So, oh. so it's Yo. give and take. <laughs>
1: I didn't know anything about that man. Like that's it. I want you to know if there was any shred of me that was like, I should get a
0: dog soon. Like that just went out the window. This is specifically to little dogs, yeah. uh, particularly little dogs. Kofi, can I ask you though, was there a difference between your son and your daughter when it came to potty training and mm. was one easier than the other? Cause I hear notoriously like boys just don't get it. Well, here's, here's the, here was the issue with that. So girls,
1: yes, yes actually like fact i don't know if it's if it's universal like my daughter was easier to potty train than my son was but um also dude just boys like the standing up and peeing isn't as instinctive as i think we all remember it you know what i mean right. like yeah. He's just, his aim is wacky, and I had to, I had have, I had that moment. It was years ago when I was like, yo, you have to aim, bro, and you have to put the seat up, and you have to aim, dude. And
0: did I you remember, do the Cheerio thing?
1: No, I didn't. I just told him I was like, aim. You know, I did, actually, and I saw it because it was on, I put it on Facebook. No, I don't know if I put it on Facebook. I put it on something, and my wife was like, what the hell? Because we went to... uh Benny Hanna. I only know because I recognize the bathroom. We were Benny Hanna and he was real, real little. And he was all like, you know, he was like, "I have the number one. And I was like, let's go. And I made him use like the urinal. Then I was like, you're a man because you use this. (laughs) Once he used like a urinal, it all made sense to him. I was like, see, dude, you you pee in there and then it's fine. But yeah, dude, the problem with boys is that like the aim. Plus, my son is short. My wife is like short and I'm pretty short. So my son is short. So he has the problem because the toilet is here. but his waist level is like, was here for a long time. Like, so we had like a step stool, then he peed on the step stool. It was a <laughs> lot, of, a lot, but we're, it was hard, you know, like there is something too. like, boys have bad aim and we have to have a lot of discussions about that. I'm like, yo, you gotta get it done. I mean, I'm sure John's dealing with, this, uh, Gerbil's dealing with the same thing right now. Like it's, it's,
2: it, it's true. Like the, the aim thing, they don't get it. And my son does this thing that every time I watch him, Not that I'm like actively always watching him pee, but when I walk by and he's peeing, he's like leaning over the toilet so aggressively that I feel like he's just going to (laughs) fall. I don't know, like fall in somehow because like, you know, the carpet and all the stuff is there. So he's just like, he's, he does something weird. He hasn't yet, but I actually found that my daughter was a little bit harder because she was, she was the second, so she was the youngest. And so she didn't want to potty train at first, like as soon as we went down that road with my son, which we took a little extra time to wait until it seemed like the right time. And then it just kind of happened really quickly in the grand scheme of things. Like I've heard of people carrying around little like little potty, you know, seats for their kids at the store, like when they go to Target so that like they can like actually sit on the toilet and not fall in and all that. like we never did any of that. <clears throat> but my daughter, like she... Um, she just didn't want to like, it was hard to get her out of diapers at some point. Mm. And then finally we just took them away. Like we ran out and we're like, we're not buying anymore. Like you're, you're done with the diaper. Like we are done. So you are done. You drew a line in the sand. You were going to let your
0: daughter soil her pants and just deal with the repercussions.
2: Yeah. I mean, we might as well. Like, honestly, it was, (laughs) we thought it was the fastest way to Valhalla. And so that we did it and, and it worked like it actually did kind of work. And then she kind of got down to it. And, um, Um, But it just took forever because she was so like she was so solid in her conviction that she was like the youngest and she didn't want to grow up and she didn't want to do it. There's like weird things that my daughter doesn't do in the time that usually other kids are doing it because she's like just enjoying being the baby, I think. I mean, I don't know. See, we uh, do.
1: This is another I mean, this is an anal gland bad, but like. (laughs) We used cloth diapers because my wife's. Oh, hippie. bro, yeah. Um, and the thing, it was good and bad. It was bad because you got to wash them, dude. Like, I mean, you're in there. We had a sprayer attachment for the toilet, toilet spray. Anyway, dude. <laughs> But the thing is with the cloth diapers, when they would go in them, and at some point, it's uncomfortable to be in that diaper with that. It, it does. It's not moisture wicking. Imagine peeing into a piece of cloth and then just holding it against your body for a of <laughs> the time. So they were ready to roll, dude. They were like, I'm done with this. You know what's funny? And I, I think we've all done it as men, and we probably have stories about it. But when my son was really little... We're in the backyard and I, I wanted the shot, not for social media, for I wanted to blow it up for a poster for the house. But he was outside and he's like, Can I pee outside? And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, you can do. But here's the drill I was like, You got to pee, like, not on the porch. Like, I don't want to puddle by the barbecue. <laughs> like, I need to go pee. In the- so I taught him how to pee in like a bush. And I think he was pretty young, man, four or five ish. I don't know. He did it. And then. I put a stop to it because we were at the park and one of his little friends was like, I'm going to go pee in that tree. And I was like, yo, I told my son, I'm like, we're done with that. And he was like, what? And I was like, you're now too old. And he, it was sad because he was like, I just got comfortable like peeing on trees. And I'm like, nah, because now it, it was a weird window where it was okay because he was little enough. And I thought it was funny enough to watch him like pee on a tree. Like it was great. But now I'm like, now you're too old. People are going to look at you like. Like something's wrong. Like you're too old to be peeing on trees now, dude. Like you can't, well,
2: unless you're camping, and, you know. And then they don't have the foresight to think this tree is good because you know it's actually in the woods or whatever. Like wherever you are at the playground, it's far enough off the road. They're not doing it. And then there's a tree right by the roadside that they just like, and they don't. They don't just do. You know, what's necessary. They, like, pull pants down so that their butt's showing and then shirt all the way up as they go. You know what I mean? Like, they're peeing on trees. I had to do the same thing. I had to tell my son he can't pee on trees either because of that. See, it sucks
1: because I thought it was a really big feature of being a boy that you could just, like... Knock it out and just like pee somewhere. But like, but
0: it, it is important that you like drew that line as you know, when it's appropriate to whip it out, because you're right, it is freeing and awesome to just do that in public, but you can't do that in public. So, no, good for was, you, yeah, Kofi. It was a window,
1: <laughs> man. It was a window of like opportunity where he was able, he was little enough to do that. That if somebody saw him, they're like, oh, cute, look at that little right. boy. Like, uh, and but that ended so quick. Plus, he got to school. The, the thing was school, dude. Like, the problem is, um, You have to figure out with the kids. Once they start going to like actual school, kindergarten, first grade, like you have to break all those habits immediately because you don't want that. Like you don't want to call from a teacher where you're like your son was on the jungle gym and he peed. Ah, You don't want that. Mm. Like you don't want that in your life, dude. So you have to start (laughs) laying law very quickly. Like the boundaries for me, for my son, it came up super quick. Like my daughter, I didn't have a problem. Like there's no chance my daughter is going to pee on a piece of playground equipment. Zero chance. (laughs) But my son, like I'm not sure. You know, that was the thing with my daughter because she was the first. And because she's a girl, when she would hang out, I would have to, like, be very careful to make sure wherever we went there was family restrooms because, like, Mm. she was, like, too little to go to a bathroom by herself, but, like, too old to go into the men's room with me. There was, like, a weird time where things were, like, super stressful because I'm like, well... I have to like strategically find places that have bathrooms that you can go in or I can go in together. Or like you can, do. I used to remember I used to bring her to the station on Fridays. Cause I didn't want, her, I was too cheap to pay for aftercare. So I'd let her hang out. <laughs> but like, yeah, all the time I would let, like I would find like a female, grandma, like, Hey Bailey, can you stand outside this door really quick while my daughter goes in there? And They uh-huh. always would like stand like this out there. Cause I don't radio station. People are scandalous and terrible. So I wanted to make sure <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's, dude, bathrooms are a whole thing, man. And like knock on wood is plastic because my table's from IKEA. But um, <laughs> the problem is, and hopefully we don't run into it, but like when they have problems, it's not like a dog dog, my cat doesn't use the litter box. Maybe he poops outside of it. I'm like, oh, that's an accident. With the kids, the gravity of accidents becomes much more because then it can be like psychological. Like, think about in Billy Madison where that kid peed his pants and luckily he had billy there to say pee in your pants is cool but like it, you know i don't know i've never had to go down that but like that would be awful if one of them i don't know it's it's a lot dude it's a lot so yes going back to the original conversation that's the thing with kids it's a lot more complicated than pets because like you know your dog craps the house it sucks but you fix it like my kid poops on the ground we may be looking at bigger problems in life may be, like <laughs> things um what else differences, man? Like public babysit? When you go out of town, deuce, do you get dog sitters?
0: When's the last time you went out of town? Uh, it's been a while. I am recently divorced. So before I used to send the pets over to the mother in law's house and she already had animals. So, you know, we would say, Hey, you're going to grandma's. And he would perk up. As a matter of fact, I just said, Grandma, he just perked up over there. <laughs> um, nice. Um, but there is, there is certainly a guilt. I definitely miss him, which. Mm is odd because this isn't a creature that like talks to you you know you don't mm-hmm. really develop any kind of intellectual connection with them but you do feel that emotional pull like I imagine you do it to a much lesser level you know um, when you have a an actual <laughs> child it's so but, small it's so small right but like I feel I actually missed a little sucker you know so yeah, yeah there's the same probably I mean you know what I
1: think the pets went out on like did, did your your animals do your animals ever make you feel guilty oh yeah but it's really? probably
0: self-imposed
1: I think it is like your yeah. your your dog probably loves you unconditionally uh, forever no matter what right, right. Like my kids judge my ass all the time on things and it hurts. So yeah. like know that your dog, even you, it expresses anal glands. We can keep coming back to that. We'll always love you. Like, and my kids love me unconditionally, but like I do things like I feel my daughter hit me with like, you're embarrassing me the other day. Yeah. I, was, mm. I was like, man, I made you.
2: <laughs> I did, but I was like that hurts like that's not cool like I'm not supposed to be they told me that's they're... you punching down that's you punching down on your daughter she a man this like... <laughs>
1: Bro, yeah, dude. she has a birthday this weekend and first of all she doesn't want her brother to go which I respect she was like <laughs> I just want to hang out with my friends and I'm like nah it's fine like we'll find your brother he can go hang with this homie like I respect it but she told me she's like well and she like looked at me like deep into my eyes and she goes well maybe you know like there can be a table with like just my friends and i'm like are you saying you don't want me to hang out with you on your birthday and she did she just looked at me and i was like damn i know the answer to that question you didn't have to say <laughs> wow it, it cut deep dude like inside like it hurt i was like but I'm your homie. Like we, you're my only friend. I don't have any friends anymore, and <laughs> you're like no. one of four.
0: But dude, what a what a not winnable situation, right? Because you can disappoint your daughter, or you can create irreparable damage
2: in your son, mm. right? Mm. No, I, I have I have something <laughs> I know. about I, know. I, I have something about irreparable damage. I think. Oh that yeah. It's, at some point and i was just talking uh, about this with my wife at some point you know if you are too protective and you're like the perfect parent and you do nothing to actually damage your kids at some point when they go out in the real world they're no. they're weird no, like yeah, they're, the, the, i i almost came to this realization by saying cuz i cuz i felt guilty about something that i did with my kids like I yelled too aggressively, way too quickly. Like I all of a sudden went to a hundred and I was just, I was just, I emotionally damaged them. I know. And um like, I was guilty about it. I was talking, you know, to my wife and to make myself feel better. I was like, maybe this is just something that needs to happen because in the real world, there's going to be people that are not trying to protect them from everything at all times. And that made me feel so much better. Because I'm just prepping them for real life where something bad happens. <laughs> you know, here's the
1: thing, dude. I don't think you can even yell at them. I don't, because I say this because I know you, right? Um, mm-hmm. There's there's very little chance you're going to do something like incredibly damaging to your child that will get oh, like yeah, lifelong no. effects. Very little. You know, I spent there's there's this idea deuce of um, punishment. Hey. Oh, look at hey, him! Baby. He's a TikTok. What's your TikTok uh, handle? Deuce off the air. Oh, they're all deuce off the air? Yeah. Look Deuce with that. Yeah, you can see the dog on, on the TikTok. He's a star <laughs> on that type of thing, man. Um I, I used to threaten to make my kids sleep in the garage I, just for fun. But what happens was that, you know, you think like they're going to have a fear of garages their entire life. But instead, what happens is they realize that I'm full of it because I would never actually make them sleep in the garage. And then my word has no weight to it, because ah. no matter what I say, I used to say crazy things. I'm like, if you don't be quiet, I'm going to make you sit in the basement next to the furnace for the next half hour with no electronics. <laughs> they know it's not true now. So I wonder if it's the same thing, like sometimes just like pets, you got to rub their nose in the poop to let them know Mm -hmm. not to poop in the thing. And I think as parents, you get weird with kids because you don't want to do that. You're like, I don't want my kid not to like me or my kid not to, to break up or anything weird to happen. And you do. Sometimes you have to pull the trigger on it. You got to be. You got to be the adult in the situation because John's right. Cherville's right. I keep looking. I'm trying to use the secret code names, but the Zoom call has our real names in front of it. Damn it! Um, <laughs> uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, it we're okay people. There's nothing we're gonna do to damage an animal or a kid long
2: term. I don't. No. Know. Well, well. I mean different levels of damage. Right. So like the reason I say it like that is because here's why, here's why I have family and like, you know, one of my cousins was telling us about how, uh, when she went to, you know, the therapist the other day, she was like bringing up all these things. And one of the things that was like irreparable damage that was not really like big, like it wasn't this big mushroom cloud of like, you know, dangerous damage or anything. It was that when they were on a road trip, her mom said randomly at those, like, um, you know, those big rolls of like wheat or whatever for cows that are like wrapped in like the white plastic. She, she told her that that was like a mushroom or not a mushroom, a marshmallow farm. And so her whole life, she thought as she was growing up, that there were these big mush like marshmallows that grew on a farm somewhere. And she wanted to find that farm and she thought about it all the time. And then when she found out that it was just like feed for cows, she didn't trust her mom at that point and like was she wait how old was she when she made this realization that they weren't really marshmallow farms it was like she was like she was like at that age where my kids are now like that five six year old age and then she found out like at you know seven eight nine that it was there was no marshmallow farm that did these massive house sized marshmallows And that was like five years of believing that. And then she found out that her mom lied to her on just like this random thing that wasn't even like a well-planned out, thought out thing. It's just a random thing that it That's why- scarred her to talk to her therapist about it. That's why don't I don't know let my the kids, damage you're
1: doing, dude. Nah, that's why I won't let my kids go see a therapist, man, because they're <laughs> and also because I played like I was playing two for flinching with my son a couple weekends oh ago. Oh, my gosh. Really? That's yeah, awesome. Dude. Yeah, dude. But only like light. And actually, we did it light. And then my wife told me to stop because of this conversation. She was like, Will you stop. That's a stupid game. Will you stop? But, like, I'm afraid, listen, I say that out loud, but you guys know me. Like, we're fine. It's not yeah. like I'm blasting. Yeah. We, we no, play some yeah, yeah. Butcher. It's not like I'm blasting <laughs> him on it, dude. Yeah. But yeah. 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 I fear, listen, and this is true. If he needs therapy, I'm going to send him to therapy because I want him to be okay. But also, I want you to know the fear is real that he's going to go to therapy and be like, yeah, my dad and I play two for flinching. And I'm like, <laughs> man, like, I'm, I, that's a real fear of me because I do dumb things with him all the time. There was a period where I was pulling up. To pick him up from carline and i would roll down the window with like whatever I had in my car yeah, the other day it was an onion he's in front of his classmates and his teachers and he's like chilling they're talking about pokemon <laughs> or whatever and i'm like bro here's your onion you forgot it this morning the onion oh my it. god and i like do these and i'm afraid for him to go to therapy because he's gonna tell these, these therapists this stuff and it's gonna make me look real bad boy so kind of you're giving him the bad, thick skin
2: right? You're giving him thick skin. That's what that is. You're teaching him about life. This is exactly what I was just telling you about. And it made me feel better. And I also thought, you know, like, obviously we're doing a great job with our kids. We're not doing any crazy big things to them, but also in real life, there's people that will kind of like pick on them or spring these weird things up and they need to be able to deal with it. Something that my son is now dealing with is I just realized he is crazy aggressive with games. Like we played a board game Mm -hmm. and he was like almost crying because he wasn't going to win. And we had just started and we were nowhere near the beginning, like nowhere near the end of the game. Like, I mean, he just, uh, he just already believed he was going to lose. And he started just like breaking down and being angry and sad at the same time. And I was like, we're going to have to play more board games because I need to teach that it's okay to lose and okay to win. And you need to be good on both sides of that. You can't just be yelling and crying when somebody plays a game and then you think you're going to lose. And then two, like, I did not know how, you know, aggressive you were at games and how much you feel like you need to win and my my daughter's like sitting there like rolling dice and being like yay and then she like moves one space like she's there's no issues there as far as competitiveness
1: it's a hard thing competitiveness is hard because you want your kid to be aggressive but not too aggressive dude you know what my recommendation would be you should get a nice rousing game of two for flinching and you ready you to like, win on this one <laughs> bro, listen kids don't like losing and it's just kind of inherent in nature like you just tell them to deal with it i'll tell you what this is going to be a mistake um my kid there's apparently some kid in my kid's class that's kicking other kids Ugh. i don't know what's going on and i told my son i was like you know i i take him to taekwondo six times a week like you're you're a red belt like if that kid i told him i said if that kid kicks you kick him back and my wife cringes and my kids cringe. And my son said, well, but part of the lessons of Taekwondo is to know when not to use it. And I'm like, well, when a kid's kicking you, I think that's the perfect time to use it. But that's right. not the right answer, right? Like, that is not the right answer. Um, I told my daughter last night, we were at freaking Jimmy John's. I said, I need you me a favor. Do you do lunchtime? Are you close to your brother? And she was like, no, but we, we can see them. And I was like, if you see some kid kicking other kids, I need to get all your friends go up there and go gangster on them. Until tell that kid to <laughs> stop kicking. And my daughter's like, that sounds foolish. I said, wouldn't it be fun if you and a team of your friends went not thugged up on, like, a third grader? And my wife was like, <laughs> none of this is okay. <laughs> I think I'm saying a bad situation. So now, I mean, potentially, there's a kid that's got – I mean, who knows what this kid is going through? But he's kicking kids. And now I've got my daughter with a team of shooters where I'm like, I shouldn't use that word. That's not guns. of guns. Like, I mean, like, a she's got a posse. Right? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that I'm like, yeah, go get him, dude. Like, if the school calls me and told me that you wrecked some kid that was kicking kids, no punishment, man. I'm taking him to McDonald's. <laughs> You're going to get a
0: McClurry. Like, am I setting up for bad? Deuce from an outsider perspective, am I setting up for bad situations there? This is terrifying because it seems like a no win. If you have a guy who's who's kicking, you know, he needs to learn to not kick. And I think it's mm. instinct to tell your son in particular, like, you know, kick him back. Yeah. But then, yeah, maybe this kid is getting beat at home or something like that. Yeah. Or do you, you know, is this worthy of a big summit at school with the parents and the kid? So it, it feels like it's a no win. I, I think it's a misstep to tell the sister to go protect this the, because, and, and toxic masculinity aside and all those buzzwords, like you don't want your older sister like coming to your aid necessarily. Well, I guess that's true.
1: I'm being funny. Let me just tell you, honestly, right. no, number I one, you. my daughter will not, because she's right. again, takes after my wife. So she will not <laughs> physically intervene in a situation like that. And two, like, we did the right thing. Like, we reached out to his teacher. And I, I, I talk a big talk on the podcast. But, like, I was like, um, there is apparently some physical contact <laughs> going on. And we are concerned <laughs> for the well-being of the kids. We went, is there anything we can do to help support this? I mean, we're going to let the teacher deal with it, because we're not assholes that mess around with big like, fight club for kids. Like, let the oh, teacher my God. let the teacher. Although, how cool does that sound? I was just about to say,
2: dude, fight Fight Club for kids was as a YouTube channel would make millions. Um, and Deuce, I was going to actually bring this up. So one of the things, one of the things that I hey. Bum fights did it. They were great. Just bring it down hey, to kids. Side,
1: get to your story in a second. But on a side light, bum fights. Do you remember bum fights, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I remember take.
2: bum fights. It was awesome. <laughs> Could
1: you imagine if someone tried to light a, bomb, a bum a fights channel off now in 2021? Oh, like what no. type of like thunderous no. wrath the internet no. would take out on them right now?
0: No, it, okay. it wouldn't last five minutes. Oh, yeah, they wouldn't even true. be able to
1: create the account before right. somebody came after their neck. All right. Sorry, Joe, but let me interrupt the story. Gotta- no, no, it's
2: fine. So I actually dealt with this when I had, so I had another dog before I with had kids.
1: Fights?
2: No, yeah, well, yeah, no, the situation is perfect. So kicking oh. kids versus your kids, right? Like I had this dog that I would avoid at at the dog park with my one dog because she was a little bit of a she was a medium-sized dog. So she wasn't quite big, not quite small and anytime and i didn't know this at at first so i was at the dog park and you know she was off leash running around and if other dogs came it was great because then they could kind of wrestle do a little thing and dogs play somewhat aggressively sometimes but my first instance with this was there was like this dog that is bred to actually take down lions. And like, it's like, like this African dog, you know, whatever. And somebody, somebody had it. And I was like, man, that dog looks really aggressive. It's got like this ridge along it's actually called a Ridgeback. And, um, the thing just hated my dog. Like they were like, it was chasing my dog all across the park. And I, I went over to its owner. I was like, what, what the hell are you doing? Like your dog is attacking my dog. This is not playing. They're like, no she's she's gentle you know she knows when to stop and i was like i need you to get your dog and get it off of my dog right now like this is too aggressive like i mean it was crazy and after a while like it seemed like we were just on schedule to go to the dog park together so i just went to a different dog park because you know there's no like principal or teachers or whatever at these things deuce do you deal with that with your dog being a small dog um actually just the opposite my dog
0: has never been punched in the face energy Uh, And we've all dealt with coworkers and former bosses, like current former bosses that have never been punched in the face energy. My dog has lived such a sheltered life when it comes to physical confrontation. He tried to run up on a pit bull at the the Central Park dog park. Like, he tried to run up on a pit bull, like, what's up, bro? And I had to physically restrain my dog, like, you don't want that smoke. And it was because... (laughs) He hasn't, and, and thankfully the Pitbull was just like, what is this gnat? You know, he was kind yeah. of amused by it, but um, I, I, my dog is the kicking kid at <laughs> It's you know what I mean? But like, there's something to, we need to learn consequences. Yeah. Um, you know, we've all met people that have that, I've never been punched in the face energy, and it's this, uh, the audacity, you can tell people who have that self-restraint because they've never experienced, and and unfortunately it's physical violence, but that threat of physical violence, I have to be weary of Toby, uh, my dog, you know, humping dogs and not necessarily fighting, but he's, he's not necessarily one to start it, but he'll definitely finish it. So, interesting, um, but the dog park dynamic is so weird because dog park people are weird and I count myself in that. But like, if you ever dealt with like a dog park, Karen, like it's extra high level, so there's a weird territoriality from both the humans and the dogs in the
2: dog park, which is a really interesting energy. So here's where they're similar. So when kids are younger, you go to like mall indoor playgrounds that are kind of like, like kindergarten areas, just with no teachers and their dog park parents are the exact same as like kids parents at this like indoor playground. You have the kid that is just like, pent up energy and the parent doesn't care. They're like in the corner on their phone and they're just like running around knocking kids over and stuff. And you're like, dude, watch your kid. What are you doing? Same thing at the dog park. I remember.
0: Have you experienced a situation where like a kid at a playground was bullying or intimidating your kid and you felt the need to like correct the, the offending
2: child? It is the most awkward thing ever because you're just like, you as a dad, I think there's an extra layer of, of any of this. Cause like my right. wife will, will go up and then she'll intervene by actually just directing our kids to do something else. Like, Hey, let's right. go over to the slide, you know, like not right. making a big deal out of it. Mm. But my instinct is to always go up and be like, kid, what are you doing? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this, I'm like, I'm bigger than you. Thing. But yeah, yeah. That, that doesn't help. Let me tell you. And then, really? you know, when you, when you pinpoint where their parent is, like one time i actually walked over and i was like is that your kid <laughs> and they were like yeah i was like do you see what he's do you see what he's doing and they're like yeah they're playing same thing Have dude you same that? dog you car- yeah. other oh, I totally wow I, it wasn't like a confrontation like i wasn't like what the heck what is your kid doing you know what i mean like you take control i was just like i was like are you watching this because it was one of those ones that was like on their phone
1: oh, and uh, uh uh, it's interesting. <coughs> I, I didn't see that. It's out of character. I yeah. I don't mess with like do do do. I don't mess with other parents. Like I just yeah. I I don't like if 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 I was like I don't even communicate with other people's kids really. Like if I'm there mm. and like some kid is like messing with one of my kids, then I'm like ah, nah. Let's just I will. You know I'm like if I saw the kicker, i be like <laughs> yeah. hey, man. You shouldn't kick other people but that's it like i don't mess with other kids man like because i feel like it's the same thing like if i was at the park and even if my kid was like kicking some other kid and some parent came up and was like hey you need to not kick i i, I immediately would go into fight or flight dude i'd Were like hey, you? Man, you don't yeah you don't need to be messing with my kid man like i i so I, I tend not to, my neighbor kid and terrible uh, knows the story. It's funny. Like the neighbor has a kid that's the same age as my son. He'll ring my doorbell, particularly during the pandemic. When they're all learning from home, he'll like ring my doorbell and like stand by the window where I work. And he's like, yo, is, you know, is your son home? Like, all that stuff. And that really forced me out of my comfort zone. Cause I had to like open the window and I'd communicate with him more. Normally I don't communicate with kids. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, he's taking math right now, but he'll come out in a little bit. But that's like the experience. close the close the window like on them. I don't like communicating with other people's kids. I just <laughs> I give them their space. It's different like with the kids friends, you know, whatever. If I'm driving the girls to uh, make get ice cream, I'm making something up. I would be like, "Hey, make sure you buckle your seatbelt or something," Dude, but like I yeah. tend not to interact with other people's kids. And
2: and honestly, like I I hate it when a kid will come up to me just out of the blue, especially if I don't know them. And then they like, start talking to me. I immediately start backing up and going away. But like when I was, when I was a younger parent, because my kid, you know, it was when my kids were really young, like two, three, just starting walking. And it's like those indoor playgrounds that are just soft and bouncy. And like the slide is, you know, no bigger than like your chest of drawers or something. Right. Like, I mean, it's four little kids and then there's like, you know, a 10 year old running over, just knocking kids over like football. Like I felt like I needed to go and say something (laughs) like it was, it was out of character for me because I'm so non-confrontational, especially with other things. But then I was like, this is, this is appropriate for me to say something. And then it was weird. I made it all weird. And then I just, I tried to avoid them after.
1: (laughs) I don't mess. It's it's a weird territorial thing it, the Same thing with Amos I had a thing Maybe this is It's not why I hate dogs Because it's pretty recent But like when my daughter was little We were at the park by the house There's some dude with a bigger dog and It was off leash It was running around And my daughter kind of cowered Because she saw this dog running around And like He was like Don't worry It's friendly And I was like You know what man I would just feel better If you put your dog on the leash Right And he kind of looked at me And I was like I'm not trying to be a hater I'm sure your dog's friendly But like my kid's obviously Uncomfortable
0: with your dog Just like free roaming so well, it's, it, but it's, it's, it's really obnoxious for the owner to go like, Hey, here's this thing that descends from wolves. I'm yeah. asking you to trust me that it won't maul your child. Yeah, yeah. Well, because was- I showed it how to act right. Like, no, dude, like <laughs> act like a person in society and do the right thing.
1: He was cool because he said, no, I get it, man. I'm going to take I'm going to take the, I'll take the dog to the other side of the park. And we'll cool. And I was like, cool, man. Like, I'm not trying to be a hater, but like, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> um, so it turns out after our conversation here, there's actually a lot of similarities between having, a you know, pet being a pet dad and being a a kid dad. Uh, You know, the big difference is, of course, being anal glands and potty training (laughs) and interactions with other kids' animals, but we're all cut from the same cloth, dude. I think, like, it's a good place. Like, I think we're all the same.
2: I, I agree and also i it was interesting to hear your your peaks and valleys of should i get a dog because you started off with like hey maybe i'll get one and then i don't know if you caught this deuce but did you hear him say i don't know if it's this is why i hate dogs <laughs> so kofi what happens
0: if the kids like have they pushed you for a dog i try to get a dog actually
1: huh? th- 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 listen i try we have a second cat like we had one cat now we have two cats but like during the situation of uh Getting the second cat, I had asked my wife, I was like, maybe we should get a dog to let the kids have a dog. I actually was a proponent of it mm. um, because I'm like, finally, where the kids are in a place where I don't have to clean up poop. And like, they're, they're pretty self, not incredibly self-sufficient, but they clean up after themselves and they do their thing. Like they can give themselves a glass of water without asking me. Like maybe it's the time that we can have a dog and they can be cool and hang out. And my, they do the kids opted. They got a kitten instead of a dog. I, wow. I was open to them getting a puppy particularly everybody being home for the pandemic. I figure it's the best time since I'm here 24 hours a day. Like I could hang out, but yeah, I'm not against it, dude. I just, it's like the other people's. I I don't mind. If I go to your house, your dog's fine. I can, some pets. It's fine. I need to get over it, dude. Maybe I need to come (laughs) hang out with Toby. I need to come hang out with gerbil's dog. Who, whose name? I don't know. Shadow shadow. She's he's a golden. I will, I will acclimate myself to animals. Um, plug your social media you can follow deuce deuce off the air on all the handles now Did yeah everywhere all of them? deuce off the air everywhere although and if you're listening to this in in the future you can come back it could be deuce on the air at some yeah. point we could have switched it back up so uh <laughs> incredibly talented funny if you're tiktok big on tiktok tiktok algorithm loves you every time i open it up, it's just it's your dog and it loves you dude so. i love you guys
2: Man, love yeah, we love know. you too, man.
1: You can, you can follow me at Hey Colfax and all the things. Gerbil G3 RBIL. And uh, like and subscribe to the podcast. It costs you nothing, but apparently helps the machine uh, Suggests yeah. it to new people. And uh, we'll catch you up with you next episode. Adventures of Deadlift. Bye. Adventures.
2: Adventures, 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 in Dadland <laughs> Dad- Adventures.